0: Hello and welcome to Ramada Studios, the podcast featuring work from St. Lawrence University students enrolled in the Sonic Rhetorics course here in Canton, New York. I am the host and instructor, Sarah Beck, and I just want to say thank you for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the hard work that these students have put into these projects. This week we're going to continue to dive into the world of St. Lawrence students, but we're going to shift focus and shift gears a little bit. So, while these last couple weeks we've been sticking pretty close to home, quite literally, and the domestic spaces that we reside in. This week we're going to do what I've titled this episode called doing things and going places. And I think after COVID, these last 18 months and all of the lockdowns and isolation that we've gone through, I don't think any of us are going to take experiencing new places or going on trips or activities for granted ever again. And so in this episode, my students are going to help us explore some of these places and activities that play a crucial role in their lives. So we're going to start off literally pretty close to home. We're going to start off on the St. Lawrence campus where Grace is going to take us to the barn. And not only do we get to experience this barn, but we get to meet and spend time with some of the four-legged critters that live there, and share um, time with Grace each week in this this space. After we leave the Saint Lawrence Barn, we're gonna go down the highway a little bit to the next town over Potsdam, and Maddie is going to take us with her as she and a friend go thrift shopping, and we get to. Enjoy the, the hunt for something good with Maddie. And finally, we're going to travel even further away from campus, and Kalila is going to take us on a sensory journey in the streets of New York City. So I hope you enjoy exploring all of these spaces with my students, and you get to experience the sounds of someplace you've never been or get taken back to a familiar place and time in your life. So, with that, I'm going to turn it over to Grace. And I will see everyone on the flip side.
1: The gravel crunches like pop rocks underneath my feet as I make my way down the very familiar driveway to the barn where I have spent many long hours caring for the four-legged animals that call it home. The familiar voice of one of my coaches greets me as I cross the doorway and her calm advice fills the air as she guides a timid underclassman through her lesson. On autopilot, I make my way over to the crowded cork board that is home to the schedule for the day and where I find the horse I will be riding. The North Country is still in a summer mindset, and the grass is a lush emerald green, so the horses get to enjoy munching on it almost all day long. Falco, the horse I'm riding today, is peacefully and carefully chomping away on the vitamin-rich grass. Every other bite, he takes a second to chew what he has gathered in his mouth. Reluctantly, Falco peers up at me with grass sticking out of his mouth, knowing it's time to go inside. I clip the lead rope to his halter, and he follows by my side as I ride him. Other horses welcome him back with a friendly knicker. As soon as I put Falco back in his stall, he zeroes in on the pile of hay in the corner and begins munching away. The air is filled with the smell of rich, sun-bleached late August grass that was harvested at the perfect moment. The sound of a full barn eating hay has always been something I find grounding and calming. The plastic of the peppermint in my hand crinkles like wrapping paper on a present being unwrapped on Christmas morning. Promptly at the sound of the crinkling plastic, Falco's ears prick up, knowing I have a treat for him. I tear it open and place it in the palm of my hand as an offering to him. His whiskers tickle my hand as he nibbles and chomps on the peppermint. The latch of the stall clangs as I slide the door open along its hinges to take Falco out. One after another, one after another, his metal shoes make a distinct rhythmical tone as they hit the thick concrete floor. I pick up a brush and start whisking away the remnants of Falco's day in the field. The soft, flexible bristles sweep along his fur, creating a cloud of dust with each movement. I offer Falco an apple, and he sniffs it, making sure he knows what's in my hand. He gingerly takes a bite, splitting the apple in two. The juices fall down my hand as he mashes the apple up, savoring every last bit.
2: Hey, Malcolm can we go thrift shopping? Thrift shopping is what got me through the spring semester last year. I was studying remotely from Maryland rather than learning on campus at St. Lawrence University. The pandemic put a wrinkle in a lot of my plans last year. I'm not sure if it was the fact that I was just leaving the apartment or the retail therapy element of it or some self-gratitude that I was practicing sustainable shopping. Whatever it was, thrifting became a stress reliever for me. So you could see why I wanted to continue that when I came up to school this year. I decided to head into Potsdam and see what their thrift stores had to offer. First, I went to Treasure's Cove on Market Street. When I walked in, they were playing Elton John radio. It smelled like any good thrift shop old and musty with a hint of mothballs. An older woman greeted me and my friend the store was packed with trinkets and donated clothing old records and cds lined the shelves when you first walked into the store to the left there were tables full of antique china sets and glasses i was a little overwhelmed with the options i started at a t-shirt rack near the register not even entirely sure what i was looking for i found a skidmore jazz institute t-shirt Which made me feel like my world got a whole lot smaller in this thrift store. Skidmore is in my hometown of Saratoga Springs, and my sister actually attended the Jazz Institute. I thought about buying it, but I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't find any treasures at Treasures Cove. But if you need some statement pieces for a Halloween costume or new dishes, I think this might be your place. We left and headed across the street to Sweet Repeats. Yeah. It had the familiar musty scent that Treasures Cove did, but it was a little bit stuffier inside. It's pretty small, and the two racks of clothing basically Ah, took up the entire store. A young boy was working at the counter and playing a game on his phone. I started perusing the racks, starting at the jeans section and making my way down. I was sweating under my mask from how crammed it was in there. It wasn't really organized, which makes it harder to find the gems. They have, what? they have rollerblades. They had a few pairs of rollerblades which I considered for a second, but I knew that was an injury waiting to happen. I also stumbled upon a black sequin shirt which I would you never see, wear, right? but it was certainly fun to look at. Whether you're looking for a statement piece or for the essentials, I encourage everyone to try thrifting. Not only is it good for the environment, but you can find some real gems. One person's trash could be another's treasure.
3: the distant but striking sounds of yellow taxis honking constantly the taps and shuffling of business shoes on their way to Wall Street to the latest sneaker releases on their way to school the blinding lights coming from every direction from 54th Street to Broadway 42nd Street as made famous by rapper Jay-Z and singer Alicia Keys The lyric, Concrete Jungle Where Dreams Are Made Of, was the perfect way to describe such a place. This is New York City. The sweet and savory smell of honey-roasted peanuts and the multiple halal carts on every corner. The light of the buildings reflecting off the damp concrete pavement, The pungent smell of overnight garbage lining the streets on both sides. The sound of banging plastic buckets used as instruments during showtime and in unison, clapping from the gathered watchers. The energy from your surroundings alone make you feel as though you are on top of the world. You feel euphoric. Dear New York City, you are truly one of a kind. The weather is constantly changing. You're either hot as the Sahara Desert or cold as the Arctic. Every sidewalk feels like you're a small fish in a huge sea of people moving in all directions. You and everyone around you are constantly high-paced. No one has a chance to catch their breath. But when you finally stop, you're amazed by its one-of-a-kind beauty. Although the city is overloaded with ambient sounds, it's still quite peaceful. After being a New Yorker for so long, it almost turns into white noise. I have grown up in New York City my entire life, specifically Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Every part and every corner of the city is so vibrant and full of life. Different walks of life always tend to find themselves merging at Times Square, trying to see what awaits them. New York City is really something you have to experience for yourself. All the movies, TV shows, and stereotypes are nothing compared to the real thing.
0: Thank you to Grace, Maddie, and Kalila for sharing their spaces and activities with us. I hope you were transported from your mundane, ordinary life for a few minutes and enjoyed experiencing these spaces and activities from these students' point of view. And so that was our show today. Again, this is Armada Studios. I'm Sarah Beck, the host and instructor, and we are coming at you from St. Lawrence University in Canton, New York. If you would like to get in touch with me or any of the contributors for today's episode, I can be reached at s-b-e-c-k at s-t-l-a-w-u dot edu. Um, We'd all really love to hear from you if you're out there. And with that, have a great rest of your day. And we will be back with our final um, Soundscape episodes on Friday.